All right, what up? We're live. I'm so excited. Episode 13. Haven't done one in fucking almost two weeks, so I am thrilled. Vacation. I'm here with my girlfriend again, Sam Carvajal. Hello. Yes, vacation. Uh, that's not why we started this podcast, but we could definitely talk about it. <laughs> we just got back from Seattle uh, on Sunday. No, Saturday. We got back from Seattle. We were there for five days, hanging out with my family. Uh, and uh, now we want to move there. So uh, absolutely, might end up being the uh, millennial in uh, Seattle podcast one day, or just Washington in general. Yeah, <laughs> the Washington podcast. Yeah, maybe one day, right, babe? Hopefully. Hopefully, I'd be down <laughs> with that. I loved it. It was amazing. We went to Pike's Place Market. We did totally the, different than what I thought it was going to be. We did all the tourist shit. Yeah, basically, we tried to cover it in one day. So well, not one Starbucks day. Starbucks and all of that. Yeah, we saw the first Starbucks. Uh, it was just the Starbucks. The sign. The <laughs> there sign was outside, nothing special about it. The sign outside was cool because. Uh, it was like the OG like Starbucks. Sign. But it wasn't the OG because it burnt down. So it was like the rebuilt. Well, that's what that guy said. No, but original. that no, that one's not the first location. He said the first location burnt down. Yeah. But that is like the still the, the building. They yes, they started the Starbucks in after that one burnt down. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he ever told us why it burnt down, though, huh? Who fucking knows? I don't know. Buildings burn down all the time. So we saw the first Starbucks, went to Pike, Pike Place Market, fucking went to Ivers, uh, ate Ivers clam chowder, uh, went on a ferry. We uh, did the Seattle Underground Tour, which is the coolest fucking thing. It really in the world. is. You figure out where there's all those fucking crystals on the do you wanna, floor and do you shit. Want to explain what the Seattle Underground is, babe. No, yeah, basically the Seattle Seattle Underground is where. They tour you around the city, around its origins, like how it got started, the fact that Seattle was actually under a physically underground, like they built walls under the ground so that there was like the walkway there and people kept falling off of well, it. And well, the walls weren't underground at the time. No. They were, they were walls. But yes. Built on the ground. Built on the ground. But that became... But the underground. What happened is Seattle got flooded so many times mm-hmm. and landslides and shit. And it burnt down. And it burnt down. It all just essentially got covered up yeah. over and over again. So, so they like, fucking. So um, originally it was like, what, 100 years ago? 100 years ago? 120 years ago or whatever she said? 1880 or something? Seattle, like the original Seattle town was like a logging community, community, like much like Flagstaff, like they're just lumberjacks and uh, they built these huge slanted sloping streets from like the edge of the forest down to the water. Yeah. I didn't realize Seattle was very similar to San Francisco with their massive ass hills. Yeah. But Super massive. But now that you tell the story of them having to go to the top of those hills to roll down the wood to build all the buildings, it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. Like, uh, 
The the Seattle like streets are super steep, so she said they're like an eighteen percent grade or something right now. Mm-hmm. And she said like they used to be like a fifty percent grade. Yeah. Which, if you don't understand angles, I mean, just Google it. <laughs> uh, it's super steep. It's very steep. And so they would just put a log at the top when they were done chopping it. And just go like, look out below. <laughs> like literally and just fucking roll this yes. thing down like miles of hill. Yes. To the, basically to the shore where people were living. The mm-hmm. shoreline on the ocean. And people live so close to the ocean that like. The tides started coming in way more, and people weren't expecting that. Yeah, so eventually, they didn't plan for it. high tide came in and literally just like flooded the fucking town. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had like sewage system issues. Uh, Remember, they so, their sewage system was so bad and it got so backed up that it would literally, if you were sitting on the toilet at the time where it got backed up, it would shoot you off the fucking toilet. Like with all the backed up sewage yeah, and shit. Yeah, they get backed up on high tide. It would get backed up during high tide. Just leave it right there. Is it too close? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. No, no, you're too, no you're, sorry. Oh my god, get over it. Stop. All right. <clears throat> I wasn't doing anything. Um. So at high tide, the sewage system would get backed up, like majorly, and it would back up into <clears throat> the whole city and then shit would literally just shoot out of toilets because the way their sewage system was was it was on one small pipeline yeah and if that one pipe got blocked up it fucked up all the sewage for the whole entire community right so they were not very smart so (laughs) so these fucks were having literal shit blow out of their fucking toilets and kill people and it was like murdering people I yeah guess, it would like street. it had so much pressure that it just it would shoot you off and kill you yeah and it would just fucking spray shit all over town yeah just shit everywhere but it was really cool learning about um the underground when they like essentially put roads on top of the walls that they had built um, they put these like crystal like thing like I don't even know what they're were, they're were, like crystals. Yeah, and they would pretty much they're pieces of glass. Yeah, but they were used in a way where they had like these circular crystals, and then they had a rectangular like shape that they did to make sure that that like square footage had skylight. It's like right, yeah. So, I don't know how to explain it properly, but so <laughs> so, uh, so the original town was built wh- where high tide started coming into town and ruining shit. So they had to keep rebuilding shit and rebuilding shit, right? And then so eventually they got town far enough away from the shoreline uh, that they were doing okay, and then it fucking the whole thing fucking burned down. And uh, what they decided to do was, like, rebuild on top of the old shit. Because it was, like, far enough below sea level, basically. So they fucking paved over literal, like, brick. Oh, uh, uh, so here's an important part. They started building everything in brick after the fire. No, they didn't want wood anymore. Right. So they started building everything in brick. So 
the underground is like all of this old, sturdy brick shit. So they rebuilt town and then out of brick and then eventually decided, uh, I think it was something, something happened. It was like an earthquake that destroyed it or something, something like fucked up town again. And they decided to rebuild again. Hmm. No, people kept falling off of it. So they had to make it more sustainable. Well, like, uh, and they, they started building over the underground to build a new layer of town. Yeah. And so, so they there, there was like this alleyway underground. Yeah, they used the underground <clears throat> as like a system of uh, hotels and like banks and stuff. Like and the it, prohibition. Like it was made. And they had a lot of uh, like prostitutes and stuff down there, they said. Um, but and then uh, so so like you would th- she said like people would ride their horses to Seattle like on the on the street and they would park on the street. And then all the businesses were still underground, in the underground. So people would literally get off their horses on the street level and then climb, climb down a ladder into the underground yeah. to like go to the bar or go to the bank or whatever. And then um, so that's how Seattle was like created with like basically two layers of city. It has the first OG layer. And it's all brick and still in there. And they now it's, like, all reinforced with, like, I-beams and shit. And now they have, like, the second layer on top of it. And all the new shit that they're building on top of it is still over the underground. And yeah. it's, like, 30 blocks of underground, she said, which is insane to think about. Like, 30 mm-hmm. blocks. We walked through, like, one block. Yeah. And, uh, and there's supposed to be a haunted one, too. And so what Sam was saying is, like, they built in, knowing that they were going to be underground, they built in these little glass skylights into the floor, the ceiling, basically, the new floor when you're standing on the street level. So when you're standing in the streets of Seattle on the sidewalks, there's little square or uh, rectangle pieces of purple glass on the ground. And that's literally a skylight into the underground. Mm-hmm. And it's just the coolest fucking thing. When you're down there, they, sh- we shut the, they shut the lights off and we could see like how much natural light was actually coming in. But it was funny because when we first got to Seattle, Jeremy was like, oh, I wonder what these things are. Because we walked around the, and yeah, I saw them everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere in Seattle. Like all, as you're walking, like they're every foot pretty much. Yeah, they're everywhere. And so he was like. I wonder what these are for. And I had no fucking clue. And then we go on this tour and they told yeah. us exactly what they're for. Found out the next day. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. But I would have never known if we didn't do that underground tour. No. It was crazy. Like, I, did, I nerd out super hard on, like, history and stuff like that. Yeah, you did. So, I just really like that old, like, just old shit. Like, like there's still, sh- like, there's literally still, like, toilets and stuff down there. Like, mm-hmm. shit is, like, so they, like, condemned it eventually and, like. What did she say? Like 1920 or something? 1930? Yeah. And like they forbid anyone to like go back in and board it all up. And yeah. then she said in like the 60s, the mayor reopened, reopened it, it for the public. For like, yeah, for like tours and stuff. Um, so there's all these companies who have like licenses to go down there and access to their own little areas and do tours. Yeah. So there's like one company that we did that was just like a basic like informational tour. And then there's like another company right down the street that does like a haunted tour. Yeah. And we didn't get to do that one, but we re- really we will to. for sure. Yeah, we definitely will. The haunted tour sounded sick. Yeah, I, I was excited for it, but we just didn't have time. 
But, yeah, the underground was so fucking cool. And she said the walls, like, the walls that they built the new streets on, like, are actually filled in, you know? Like, like so, like, you could walk down some of the old paths and stuff, but a lot of the stuff got sealed up. But she said, like, they just literally threw shit in there and sealed it. So, like, there's just burnt fucking lumber and like old toilets and like old furniture and shit. I mean, we saw a bunch of stuff, but all that same shit is just lining the streets of Seattle. Cuz it's all just right still down there. It, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's really it was cool. really cool. I'm not really a history buff, so I wasn't nerding out. I just thought it was cool just to look at all of it and just to It was so cool. Experience something that, you know, very few people know of or do. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of my relatives said they never even did Heard the underground of it, tour yeah. before. So that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was pretty insane. And then University of Washington was sick. Oh my god, it was stunning. Just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And actual like Greek housing. I thought those were just houses that you saw in movies and stuff. Yeah. I um But they're real. Being in Arizona, uh, I've never really seen like real Greek housing before. I don't know what U of A looks like. Uh, ASU's building new Greek housing at but the moment. But nowhere near. But it's not, it's not the same. Like, like these houses are like... Mansions. They're mansions, and they have live-in um, house... Uh, girls do. Uh, yeah, the girls have live-in... Uh, what are they? Moms or whatever? Yeah. Oh, and like, are already mom or whatever. And, I mean, they're literally like fucking 20-room fucking mansions... Like but they're such mansions. classic build. Like they're just these historic buildings that are just yeah. They've so been standing stunning. For, for decades. I mean, it's just it's like it's like walking down a historical area. Yeah, and like seeing all of the shit and like it's crazy. Like like my cousin lived in those, but it's also crazy thinking that like hundreds of thousands of people before and after her will yeah. also live there. It's so amazing. You know. Yeah. And, like, it's crazy to think about what Greek life must have been, like, 40 years ago there. It must have been fucking wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. The 70s, 80s and shit. It was just so beautiful. I could not get over the architecture. It was just Oh, yeah. All glorious. the buildings were amazing. They were just so beautiful. And all the open land and the greenery. Oh, I miss it. I miss it a lot. It was beautiful. Seattle was, like... Is dope. Yeah. Every it was like 10 it. times better than Flagstaff. And Flagstaff yeah. is pretty pretty. I love Flagstaff, but it's too small. It's, it's like, way too small. I mean, Seattle had... I mean, we, c- we could never run out of shit to do. I feel like Flagstaff, I did everything to do. In like a day. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like seven years of living there, you pretty much run out of things to do. Yeah. That could be said for any place, though. Well, for sure. But, I mean, somewhere like fucking... Seattle exploring, I could handle seven years. Well, and of they're that. forever expanding. Yeah, I could handle seven years of that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not like exploring down here in the desert where it's like the same shit. Like you, like desert fucking sucks. Like up there, we went to so many different areas, and I never saw like the same restaurants. And like, like we were talking about like the lack of fast food places. And oh, I'm sure so there's, nice. I'm sure there's an abundance of fast food places somewhere. But, like, where we were, there just wasn't. There's a shitload of Starbucks, shitload of Subways. 
But, like, I didn't see fucking McDonald's and Burger King and Jack in the Box everywhere we went. Yeah. Like, I feel like every fucking five blocks in Phoenix has all three of those. Well, that's because that's what Phoenicians or whatever the fuck you call them can afford. Phoenicians. That's true. Maybe it is an economical thing. Oh, absolutely. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Oh, that's the only thing I thought of. Oh. You're smarter than me, babe. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, I'm fucking there. It was pretty amazing, though. So, yeah, so we're moving to Seattle, like, a uh, couple months. I <laughs> <You laughs> wish. I do kind of wish. Yeah, we're not going to, but I would I would really like to be back in the cold weather, in the, in the mountains. Mountains, for sure. Mountains would be sick. Seeing trees and grass is uh, it's something I definitely don't experience enough anymore. So sad. I don't even get to see, like, nature, like, ever, like, I work in a basement, like, the most I'm outside. You do, and you work on a beautiful campus, too. Like, your campus is way different than, like, a normal Phoenix community. Yeah. But that does suck. Yeah, not having windows. It's bumming me out. Let's not talk about it. (laughs) Um... So we really wanted to do this podcast to talk about uh, the ongoing teacher struggles in Arizona. Uh, there are strikes going on all over the country. Walkouts, if, if people as people aware, are calling them. Yeah, people are calling them walkouts, and uh, people need to fucking knock it off. Pisses me off. I don't understand um, why we came to this like uh, junction in culture where... Uh, we just started using words that are incorrect for things, and everyone just accepts it. Well, they called it walkouts because teachers were on strike and were walking out. Like, but they're not walking out of the classroom. They're just classrooms. not attending, yeah. Like, high school students literally planned walkouts where they were in class in school and they walked out of the buildings. Yeah. That's not what's happening for teachers. No. Teachers are literally going on strike and not going to work. Yeah. And something we just heard, 250, 30 teachers. Pendergast. Where's that? That's like the area between Tulsan and like Avondale. It's a very, very small district and it's pretty new. Um, but teachers that I work with know both the teachers and the principal that work there at one of the schools. Um, and so it was the day that it happened, we were all very aware of the situation and trying to just see how it would go for them. And nine out of the 11 schools, every single teacher and every single staff member participated. And I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that this is what teachers have to come to, to get the word out that we need fucking help. Right. I think, and I think it's bullshit that parents are, not supportive of this because they don't want to pay for their kid to go to fucking daycare for once or they don't want to have to call out themselves to actually take care of their kid right i think it's ridiculous trust me i was raised by a single mom i understand how hard it is to not get a day's or a week's worth of paychecks right but they don't even take into consideration why teachers are having to do this right like i said the peoria district they start at what 26 28 grand and their cap absolute cap is 38 grand and i don't know if you know about peoria but they're that's a fucking expensive district all these apparent you know 
housewives and rich people are in that district. And I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that as a whole, teachers make shit, get treated like shit. And then when we actually try and make a stand, we have no support. This is why America fucking is in the shithole. Right. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Right. I mean, no one... I mean, I've only been a teacher for two years and you've seen how much I've done. Like it consumes you. It becomes your life. And nobody understands that. Absolutely. Like I'm a mom. I'm a teacher. I'm a nutritionist. I'm a provider. I'm a, also a daycare person, whatever the fuck it is. I And now I'm probably going to have to be a gun owner or whatever the fuck they want us to do I in the class. I don't, think I don't even know how happened. to. I don't even know how to explain that. But I'm just saying like. Teachers have to do so much that no one understands. We work, I I work 60 to 80 hours a week. Like I don't stop working when I get home. Like most jobs, it's not an eight to five job. Yeah. It's a six to eight job Yeah, or a six to nine job. And I work weekends. Like it's never, I'm never not doing this job. Obviously I love it and I'm not doing it for the money clearly, but we still need some kind of support. Right. It's ridiculous with what we have to deal with. Like like I said, when we were driving home, like if I, last year, I, of course, one of, because I work in a Title I district, half my kids don't get proper nutrition. They don't get breakfast in the morning. And so I made it a point to, to be the mom and to be the person who bought supplies for my kids to have breakfast in the morning because I knew that they didn't get that at home. Or I made sure that I put money in their account for their lunches because their parents couldn't afford it. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then the fathers last year, I think there were three fathers who raised money for our our district to have, um, for our kids to have free lunches. I think they raised a couple grand, but it only lasted a week or two for the schools in the district. For kids to have free lunch. And I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that parents are not supporting this. They think that their child is, that we are abandoning their children because they're no longer learning. Like we're not doing our job anymore. Fuck that. I'm sorry, but your kid, I don't care how fucking smart they are, how fucking dumb they are. If they miss a week of school, they're not going to change. Like it's not like I'm shrieking their intelligence at all if they don't come to school for a week or don't learn for a week read with your fucking kid at night do math with your own kid they're gonna be just fine i just i think it's absolutely ridiculous i'm sorry i'm so beyond pissed about that i get it i would like to explain to people what's going on though you go for it sam's very upset um for people who don't know teachers have been going on strike all over the country uh, West, I think Virginia, West Virginia, uh, held out for two weeks and got a five percent pay increase. Only five percent, which is horseshit. Five uh, percent. If if you suck at math and uh, you think five percent sounds like a good raise, uh, you should just get better at math. Cause uh, she could die in a fucking hole. I mean, people legitimately hear words like, "Oh, it's a five percent raise and shit," and they think that's good. It's just a 5% raise is good if you make over Mm $70,000. And it doesn't really matter if it's more or less. Right. So it's like if if you're a teacher making $30,000 a year and you get a 5% raise, that means you're getting $1,500 extra dollars in your paychecks 
every year. Which is like and 50 if, bucks. And if people don't understand how the economy works, half of that goes to the fucking government automatically. Yeah. Because of fucking taxes, they tax you more when you make more. Um, you fucking have to pay slightly higher into retirement funds because your fucking uh, wages go up because retirement is a percentage-based deduction. Uh, same with healthcare and other shit like that. Like all your shit can go up based on how much you make, right? Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense that people are like, "Oh, teachers don't need to make more," and like, "Oh, five percent raises like." Uh, okay, and blah, blah, blah. Like, teachers need 20% raises. At least. Like, legitimately 20% raises. If you make $30,000 and you got a 20% raise, that means you're going up to $36,000. That's not that substantial. No. And for, and I'm lucky, you know, we don't have any of the expenses that other families do. Like, we don't have kids. We don't have, like, a house family. We don't have any of that stuff that other families have but for single parents or parents who are only living on a teacher's income they have to work several jobs to keep their living it's yeah. absolutely and it's ridiculous trust me i know how hard it can be to work several jobs just to pay the rent but in addition to having kids and other responsibilities that you have to pay for and you're given shit for it it's ridiculous I don't know how that started up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that wasn't on topic, but. Um, and the other thing is, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I currently am trying to get my graduate degree so that I can get a $2,000 raise. Right. That might sound like a lot. It's not. But it's not. I just went over that. And I'm getting 50 grand more in debt, more or less. To get my graduate degree, because I can't pay for that fucking $5,000 a semester. Right. And so I'm getting more in debt to get a two grand raise. That's only going to give me 50 bucks more paycheck. Right. How is that even worth it? But yet that's what I have to do if I want to get any kind of increase in my paycheck. It's not... I mean, and that's the unfortunate <laughs> thing. Going and getting a, a grad degree should be like something very rewarding and it shouldn't be done just for monetary gains like that. Yeah, I don't want to get my grad degree. I've done school my entire life. I'm a teacher. I'm over school. Like I, I would think like, it raises a good issue that a lot of people do just get grad degrees because it means five to ten thousand dollars extra in their paycheck. Oh, absolutely. And people don't actually want to get them. No. I mean, I genuinely, genuinely didn't want to get a bachelor's degree. Yeah. I didn't. I don't need one. Yeah. I really don't. Other than I need one on my resume to get a job. I don't fucking need one. What do I need one for? Yep. Where did it get me? It got me 26 and 40 grand in debt. Cool. Yeah. Um, I am. But so, so what people don't that. understand is, is where Sam was coming from is there's a lot of news stories and my biggest issue with the fucking biased media is that, I mean, they just get so ingrained in finding the story they want to find that they find parents upset about uh, the school walkout instead of finding people that actually support it and spreading that on the news. But that's not just it. Now they're showing commercials about right. how the Arizona school districts 
are getting better. We have $1.5 billion going back into the school and helping the teachers. And we're top three or whatever in math and reading in sixth right. and eighth grade. And that's just total horseshit. It's it's a lie. The whole, it is a lie. The whole commercial is a lie. Arizona is like 48th, 46th in schools on, in the entire nation. Right. Like we are doing horribly. And we have ads going on the radio and commercials on TV every day. Every day that we're doing better and more money is going into our schools. Yeah. And it's not. I would like to see where the fuck that money is going because I'm not seeing it. I'm with you. It's just absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. The only way that commercial is legitimate is uh, because they're talking about private schools. Yes. Or they're talking about a specific district that they know is being successful, uh, it's which most is so rare. Private schools. I mean, that commercial is probably purely based on private schools. Probably. I one point five billion going into private schools this year sounds accurate. Yeah, I believe that. Or charter schools. People don't understand that like public education is school. Like we shouldn't have to differentiate. I will argue, just like I argued for healthcare. That having a public and a private sector is not bad because you can and you should arguably be able to pay for a better education if you can afford that for your children. But that doesn't mean you can neglect the public sector. And I'm sorry, but private doesn't mean better than public. That is such a load of horseshit that. Also oh, it absolutely doesn't. Not in Arizona, for sure. But no. I bet in like high income areas like California and shit. If celebrities want to fucking pay $10,000 for the kids to go to private school, let them. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean that that school or that person, that teacher, is better than any other teacher. They're just getting paid because they got into a good position. Right. Like, it's... No, for sure. Like, half the teachers I know should be in a better school district. The education's not, like, arguably any different because they get created by the same people. Exactly. But I'm just saying there are some private schools that should exist yeah but most private schools are christian schools and they're fucking raping people for their dollars i hate when you say that whatever and they're giving their money to their religious organizations that are non-taxable like okay so one example is uh arizona has this fucking commercial that you've probably heard and it's a uh cars for kids have you heard that commercial? Mm-mm. It's like one. I'm not going to fucking sing it. I know the fucking thing because I, I hear it every day. But uh, I'll fucking pull it up. Cars for Kids is an Orthodox Jewish organization that's asking for donations. Get a tax write off by donating your old car for kids. And it's just a huge scam oh. because it's a religious organization trying to raise money for Jewish uh, children. I think I have heard of that. But I just. I mean, I'm a public school I'm teacher, just saying, so like, obviously I'm biased. A lot of this shit is scams. Like that commercial you were talking about about Arizona schools. Like yeah. It's a fucking scam. Oh, yeah. They, everything in the world is always a scam. They always try and make something. Like this Cars for, for Kids nonprofit based in New Jersey. It's based in New Jersey and Toronto, and they have fucking ads going in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't think they know their audience too well, but we're a very Republican state, and I bet a lot of people don't oh, have fucking cars to it. absolutely. Look at this. Takes two minutes. Join our 400 plus thousand donors. 
cars for kids. And uh, it's just a it's just a Jewish organization. And it's it this ad runs every day. I hear really? it on the radio every day. And I've, I've heard it every day since we moved here. I've never heard that, but I've heard the one about the one point five billion money and the sixth and eighth grade math and reading one every single day on the TV and the radio. And I just think it's ridiculous. I I just can't believe that everyone wouldn't support that. Because the reason why I was beyond livid today was because we were running at the gym and I saw this fucking ABC news right. thing video on how a couple parents are just angry that they now have to take their kids to the park and they now have to pay for a babysitter to watch their kids and they have to call out of work that one day. And you know what? Who fucking cares? Your one week of your life is is upset. Whereas the entire career of every single teacher has is has never been appreciated, never fully valid, valued and never given the resources that they've need, needed ever. Like this is not just a recent issue. This is something that's been going on since I can remember. Right. Teachers have never been given the pay that they should have. No. And when they were, that's when they stopped giving raises. Yeah. Like my district, we haven't gotten a raise in 15 years. Right. And you only get a raise if you follow the step plan that we have. Every three years, it's one step. If you get. And that's a fucking scam. Yeah. And then every 18 credits or every degree you earn, that's another step. So it's just like these limitations that they have for us that don't allow us to make any kind of growth. And then parents get upset because they are thinking, now I have to pay money for my fucking kid. Holy shit. Now I have to spend time with him. Rather than, yeah, my teacher does every fucking thing and they deserve to have this. Yeah. And my life can be upset for a week or two. Yeah. So people are upset because uh, teacher people are actually having to realize how valuable their kid going to school is for eight on or, a daily basis. Yeah, for eight hours a day. And it, it's not just that like people aren't upset that you like that people are going to go on strike. No. To, Parents are literally only upset that they have to take time out of their own lives. And I just think they should all wake up and realize how valuable teachers are in the sense that, wow, if I didn't have teachers, I would have to just spend every day at home with my kid because that is what parenting is, is taking care of your kid. And they get passed off on fucking teachers for... 50 to 60 hours a week and people don't even have to parent their kids these days Mm -hmm. because they spend so much fucking time at school with teachers. Like you drop them off in the morning for breakfast, like what? 30 minutes before school actually starts 20 Mm -hmm. minutes before school starts. And then kids stay for tutoring an hour, an hour and a half after school Yeah, and clubs. So it's like, they don't even see their teachers or their parents for, Oh, absolutely. 12 hours of the waking day. And then they go home and spend two to three hours with their parent. And then go to bed. And then they go to bed, maybe. Well, the normal time for a seven-year-old to go to bed is 7.30 to 8.30. I I just meant maybe. like. No, I I get that. I'm just saying. It's just, I mean, I don't want that to be the driving force of, oh, now I have to take care of my kid. But 
it's just ridiculous that they no, don't understand think, why this needs to happen. I and just why think it should be like added value. Like yeah. They should understand. Yeah. When they're forced into that situation that it should be like, oh, shit. Like, it's not just like teachers aren't just like throwing a fit because they want a couple extra dollars. Exactly. Like, and, and I think it's and bullshit and that we only got are, a couple extra dollars. Parents are only upset. Because it's affecting their lives. Yeah, but it upset me even more when the parent tried to pretend like, oh, now my kid's not going to get any learning done. Right. Because that's a fucking lie. We know we, we, everyone knows you just don't want to pay for childcare. If you don't want to pay for it, don't have a fucking kid. Yeah. Or if you can't afford it, then find a family member or someone to babysit them. Trust me, I was raised by a single mom. I understand how expensive it is. You'll find a way. But a week or two out of your life is not going to give you so much damage to your finances that you're going to go bankrupt or something. It's ridiculous. Suck it up just like we're having to because I'm sorry. But when the parents say that there's no kind of consequence for the teacher. Yeah, there is. Right. Number one, we have to either call in a sick day or we just don't show up and don't get paid for that day. So there goes our paychecks for however long we do this strike or whatever walk out whatever way you want to call it and so yeah it does affect us we are not getting paid because we're trying to make a stand to show that you fucking need us right and we're not going to keep being undermined and undervalued for the next coming centuries yeah so so this article is explaining like there's nine schools in the west valley that closed already on wednesday after a number of teachers called in sick and that's what sam's talking about the pendergast district so they just agree all the teachers that's how they go on strike is they all just call in sick all of them and it overwhelms the staff so much that they can't get enough uh subs Mm -hmm. and they have to close the school yeah um, and it's super effective in the sense that teachers will still get paid because it's sick time. But then we use our sick time for the but walkout. It's unfortunate because there are, they are just burning through their sick time. And if yeah. you don't have sick time, then you're just not getting paid. Exactly. So no matter what, we're not going to get paid for whether we right. just don't call out or if we use a sick day. And then when we are back to work, we actually do need a sick day, Yeah. which I'm sorry, but for a regular teacher, it's actually fucking hard to call out and get a sick day. It's not easy. I mean, my dad's a school teacher and he never takes a sick day because it's a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. Like it's a normal, like you the other day. I'm just saying normal jobs, you can like not go to work or something. And as a teacher, you have to do a lesson plan. And plan for the day that you're going to be out. Yeah. So it just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, it is much easier to call in sick at other jobs when you don't have to go in and make other lesson plans and like prepare someone else to do your job for the day. And prepare your kids. Right. I'm sorry, but it becomes hell when your kids realize that you're not going to be there that day. And then they decide to go rampant. Like they have no, they don't remember any of the rules. They don't remember any of their structure and their whole day is just ruined. Yeah. And so that just shows like not only what a teacher does, but what school does for a kid's life, that kind of structure. And if they don't have it, they're fucking screwed. Yeah. So parents need to realize that and support what we're doing and understand why we need to do this. 
because they would want that support if their job or whatever they were working for did the exact same thing to them and they weren't making any benefits from the hard work that they were doing. Yeah. And it's not just recent hard work. No one under, I mean, I'm only a second year teacher and hearing all the work that my fellow teammates have had to do for the past 25 years is just insane. It is insane. It's crazy. It doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No. People don't understand how undervalued uh, and overworked teachers are. Um, did I already say this quote on the last podcast? That my favorite quote from my old mechanic was like, you know why I like teachers? Because I know how to read. <laughs> And I, it was just, like, the most, like, basic thing, like, he could have ever said. And it was so, like, just simple. And, like, of course, a mechanic would say that. But it was so true and genuine. Yeah. And it's like, yes, like, that is so valid. Like, we can all read. But. Because we all had a teacher. Yes. But there, and I would also like to recognize the different, like, I would consider my job much easier than the special education teachers for sure. or the teachers who have to actually plan interventions for different levels of children. Like for I sure. know our special education teacher, she is a godsend, but she has to deal with students who have four to five grade level differences. Yeah. And she has to plan for every single child, every single need, and they have to correlate with what their homeroom teacher is teaching. So she and she gets paid way worse than we do. Yeah. And so I just, it's not just for the general education teachers. It's for every single public or every single teacher out there who is doing so much work that no one understands or realizes that they're not getting any kind of recognition for, whether that be publicly with the strike or financially. I, I just, it's crazy to me. It is crazy. I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's all it's all fucking crazy, in my opinion. That's my favorite thing. A couple of people have told me that. I say fucking crazy a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. It's fucking crazy, bro. I got so many shirt ideas. Yeah, from Tom. <laughs> yes. Tom's a, uh, a gift a gift him shirt making. A gift? A god. He's a god of shirt making. There you go. God's gift to shirt making. That was in my head and I said it wrong. But essentially, yeah, people need to fucking pay teachers more. What they can do is vote. I mean, that's a good fucking option. Vote for Democrats who want to pay teachers more. That's a good option. Vote for overrides in your local school yeah. districts. Overrides for sure. It's just... uh. Teachers have been crazy underpaid for a long time, um, much like the rest of the workforce, like minimum wage has not gone up in a long time, and that's a big issue. But it is now starting to because of the uproar that people are making. Right, but that's not helping the bottom line no. of people like teachers who make more than minimum exactly. wage who also deserve raises. Yeah. And and people are like, well, it's like you raise minimum wage. How do you give them raises? You just fucking give them raises. Like, it's like we pay in taxes. Like, raise everyone taxes 1% in the state and give 
give teachers But it's not a raise. only just doing the rate. That, it's not just raising taxes. It it's could having, be. It could be, but it could be way easier than that. It well, could be yeah. just a... It could be... Well, the government could just cut defense funding. And yeah. That too. Just you know. putting the money where it should go. Right. That's all you need to do. It doesn't need to be the people who are paying in fucking taxes. It ends up being because they don't... Our politicians don't want to use our money wisely. Right. But it doesn't have to be. And that's what's so infuriating. Infuriating. Right. It, there are simple could, solutions. We could arguably give a lot of teachers raises if we just uh, cut defense funding. Yeah. I'm not going to go there because I don't want to upset people. Uh, the education budget. Oh, that's fucking not accurate. Why can't you get fucking accurate shit on Google these days? So you Google shit like that and then it's like, oh, here's the education budget in 2006. And it's like, why do I have to type in 2017? It's 2018. I know, but I just figured 2017's figures would be like solid, you know? Gotcha. The budget was $69 billion for and how education. much was defense? Let's see this horrible number. Um, okay, well, <laughs> in, tw- in 2015, it was $598 billion. There's your issue. That's 2015. It's probably raised way more since then. It is. Hold on. I'm getting there. I need a I need a young Jamie to uh, Google some shit for me. Uh, if anyone wants to volunteer, you can let me know. Uh, people who listen to podcasts know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I do not know what that means. Trump's uh seven hundred and sixteen billion dollar defense spending plan goes into effect in twenty nineteen. Oh, good lord. So seven hundred and sixteen billion and we were spending what thirty uh no seventy billion on education. So seven hundred billion to seventy billion. I'm just we saying We see where the priorities are. If we could just cut a hundred billion off that and just double the education finances, I mean everyone would be a lot yeah. better off. It's it's just it's really difficult for people to understand that the budget is so fucked for education and that's why teachers are going on strike um teachers just i mean like and there's no end teachers in sight. shouldn't have to pay for their own teaching supplies they shouldn't have to pay to feed students in their classrooms they shouldn't have to pay for um, a lot of shit that they pay for, even basic shit like Kleenex and paper for or like arts and crafts, like that should just be fucking supplied. And unfortunately, a lot of schools are cutting things like shop class and art classes and music programs because they can't even afford the basic shit for schools anymore. They're also cutting assistance in our schools, but so we have less help. But the only reason that is is because they're cutting the education budget. Exactly. Like it's it's insane. But they've been cutting it for so long that there's no end in sight. So now we need to take some action. Right. We need to fucking do something so that it just doesn't get worse. Like, I'm sorry, but there's no reason that we need that much put into our defense budget. If our president would stop fucking pissing everyone off, we'd be fine. And then we could figure out our own shit. It's not just education, too. It's like every it's our health budget. It's every other thing. 
in this nation that needs priority over us creating a bigger dick than the other country. Right. It's ridiculous. And I feel like that's just a, a man's persona, especially the one running our country right now. I feel like you said that the last time. Did I? Hey, you're talking about you're talking about Trump's dick size. Well, I mean, it's apparent how small it is with how, <laughs> how much he complains. I love it, baby. Um, I literally just downloaded a spreadsheet of shit. Like, look at all this shit. What is it? The I budget? Don't I don't know. It makes yeah. This is like the the government, but I don't know how I stumbled on this. Oh wow! This is like the education budget for like every year. Jesus, that's crazy. You see it go down and down and down. Well, and I don't down. know how to get to like a figure that makes fucking sense. This is great for the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, oh, okay. That's appropriation and president's budget. Okay. So department of education. I mean, just in 2016, it was at 77,000 or 77 million. Oh, I'm fucking reading all this shit wrong. I'm fucking up. Just ignore me. We'll move on. Okay. Facts and figures and Excel spreadsheets. I don't like those. I don't like it either. But yeah, I just think it's ridiculous that there's not a priority where it should be. Right. So the problem is they keep cutting fucking funding. And that's why tuition at public universities keeps going up. And that's why everything gets more expensive. Like, I just don't... You can't drill it home for people enough. No. It's just education is such a driving force in the economy. Well, and the sad thing is that today my team and I took our second graders to ASU to... Get an actual college experience because, sadly, I work in a Title I school district. And so a majority of their parents did not go to college and did not have any aspirations to do that because they didn't have money. They didn't have all the resources that other parents did. And so this is the first time I've ever gone to college. This is the first time I've ever learned about a college. And the sad part is that most of them will not be able to go to college because they won't be able to afford it. Or if they go to a college, they won't go to a a college that they should be going to. And it's so, it's just, it's sad that that's where our country is coming to. Like they're they're Right now, I think anyone's just going anywhere to get any type of degree so that they can get a job. That's why I got a degree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's our motivation right now. And that's just not how our country is going to thrive. Right. By doing the bare minimum to get whatever the fuck we can to just, yeah fly by yeah like if i had options i mean if there were other options for someone living in a small town to like go get a job at some company that actually pays well right out of high school i totally would have done that you know like if you could if you could take entry level exams at companies or like i lived in a big city and that wasn't an option for myself or anyone that i knew No, i'm just saying like i'm just saying like if if that was like a thing for companies like you know maybe people would have other options yeah like being in a small town especially it's like it's like it's well it's the same option for everyone it's you go to the military you get an education or you join the workforce. Yeah. Joining the workforce for most of our generation is not really an option. Because they don't have, they can't be hired because they don't have experience. Yeah. How are you going to get experience if you don't get a fucking job? Right. So in a small town, especially, it is just service industry shit. And yeah. it's like, so even a lot of my friends, I still know, it's like they still just work in restaurants. Yeah. 
because that's I mean those are the only jobs in Havasu, mm-hmm. and it's not like you can even blame them for not wanting better jobs. Yeah, of course. Because that's all there's. That's, that's there. Yeah. And, and that's all they know. And if I didn't go to college, arguably, I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's unfortunate that there are no other options. And it, it is just go to this overpopulated, overfunded, well, not overfunded. Overcharged. Overcharged school system. Yeah. And you're just, I mean, like ASU has over 100,000 students. 100,000. But yet, tuition just keeps getting raised every like, single year. And where are all those people getting jobs? Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. But that's the other thing. Uh, me especially, and I'm sure a lot of people did this to try and get through college, but I worked three jobs every single year I was in college. Every year, except for my last year. Yeah, I worked two. Yeah, but that's what you had to do. Right. But that just prolongs you actually getting out into the workforce and getting a full-time job because you have to work just to survive to get through college for sure and now people are having to survive to get through grad their graduate degree and keep their full-time job yeah even with even with two two jobs i still went heavily in debt Oh, yeah. I I got a foreclosure on my apartment. And I think you could argue that a lot of people went. They didn't go in debt in college if they had two jobs back in the day and they could have bought things. Exactly. Like they could have like made a down payment on a car. Oh, absolutely. And shit like that. If they had if they were busting ass working two jobs in college paying their bills because college tuition was not. It was nothing. I mean, my college tuition was thousands of dollars every semester plus a thousand dollars of books plus other shit. Yeah. Computers, anything you needed. Yeah. Other materials, anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a completely different world and we're expected to do as a nation, like as humanity, we're expected to do so much more without any kind of reward. Yep. You know, like there's so little to strive for because there's so little reward or outcome for you in the end. Why would you want to put yourself through that when you're hardly going to get anything out of it? Mm hmm. And that's just not, that's just what's making our country worse. Why would you go through college, put yourself through all that hell, all that debt, when you could do something, uh, you know, not as good, but still have a full-time job and still get that money. Yeah. Still have that dependable job. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I think it's just sad. It is sad. (sighs) I just, I don't know. I don't know where this world is coming to. Um, World War Three, Probably. <laughs> I hope not, but it's going that way. Yeah. Trump's summit with Kim Jong-un's coming up, I think. Let's not talk about that. You don't want to? I just don't have anything else to say other than what I've been saying about him. Like, I'm Did sure everyone knows Trump my got opinion. approved for a military parade? $30 million. Oh, joy. Military parade. That's the fucking shit that I just drives me insane. Yeah, we're going to show the world our power. We're going to throw parties and spend money. We're going to show the world our power. On worthless shit. <laughs> that could be spent on making our 
act that could actually be making our country better. Yeah. I just. <sighs> yeah. So Trump. <laughs> it, I think you got approved today. Or yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Got approved for a $30 million budget for a military parade. Yay. Sorry, babe. I know it's not what you want to talk about, but it's so relevant. No, we were I just know. talking about the budget. I just don't have anything to say other than what I've been saying about this child that we have running our country. I know. I just feel like we beat the education system to death already. Yeah, I'm with you. I just... I don't know. No, I'm with you. Everything going on in Arizona right now is fucked. It's fucked. Just in our nation in general. The education system. And a lot of it is just stemming from the White House, though. And that's why I get all pissed off at Trump all the time. And it's not that... (sighs) It's not like the education system was great before Trump. Yeah, of course. But it's getting worse. Exactly. And it could get better. And I, I, like I said, I don't think the education system is great right now as is, but people's pay definitely needs to go up. Cost of living is only going up. Well, and it would get better. The education system would get better if we actually could give teachers, the good teachers, the resources they needed. Yeah. Most people don't want to become teachers or the good teachers don't want to go to these bad areas because they're not going to get what they deserve. Right. And a lot of people say that, like, you know, a lot of assholes out there say that that's just because that's the profession you chose. And that, you know, you chose to become a teacher. So, like, you knew what you were getting into. Okay, that's like saying you chose to be the president or you chose to be a janitor. Right, 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 right. So, what I'm saying is, like, that's a lot of people's attitude towards it. Because you went to college and got a degree and you knew it wasn't a lot of money. But I think that's a problem. And I think, especially teachers in general, like I've said on this podcast, I don't think you should be allowed to get a degree in it in like English because there aren't jobs in English other than teaching English. But that's the joy of college. You get to choose what you want to study. But what I'm saying is like teachers are one of those things that are never going away. You literally always need teachers. So acting like teachers don't deserve to make more yeah. money is insane. That would be like saying a doctor only deserves to make $20,000 a year. Right. I'm not saying I'm as smart as a doctor. I'm not saying that I am better than a doctor. I'm just saying people choose their profession rarely based on how much money they're going to base. Right. Now, that's right. what we do. But you choose your profession because of what you love and because right. of what you want to do for a career. And we need teachers. And they're a special type of person in the world. And you can't just undervalue it to the point that even the people who want to be teachers can't do it anymore. Yeah. And that's what that's like the real big picture that people don't understand is that you can't just undervalue teachers to the point that they don't exist anymore because it's not economically viable yeah. for them. Like everyone deserves to make a living and everyone deserves to have a good teacher. And unfortunately, we have a lot of shitty teachers too. Yeah. Because a lot of good teachers leave and then our fucking schools get filled with shit teachers. Yeah, we have a teacher right now who was teaching at our school for her entire 30 years, but lost her position for a teacher who has two years of experience because she's cheaper. 
Yeah. And that's I think a, that's absolutely insane. That's a common thing. I th- that's ridiculous. That's a very common thing. And there are so many states that need teachers. And I they need teachers because no one wants to go there and get paid shit to yeah. do more than any, almost any other career. I remember at the community college I worked at, they got rid of a handful of employees because they were there for a long time and making a lot and leadership decided they could save money by getting rid of them Mm -hmm. and just hiring, you know, younger new people for lower wages that could do the same job Yep. because they looked at the jobs and were like, well, this person's been doing that job for however long and we don't need to keep paying them that much because, you know, now the economy's changed. We could get away with a cheaper position here and they do that. And that's, and, and unfortunately, it's not just education. No. I mean, it happens at places like Safeway. Like, you can't really get full-time jobs at grocery stores anymore because it's cheaper to hire high school students and college students. Yeah. Because they'll work 20 hours a week. They'll still do the same job. It's a shittier job for sure. Customer service goes way down. But they don't care. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're making more money that exactly. way. Exactly. So that logic is applying to teachers and it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that logic applying to full-time jobs at grocery stores is bullshit too. Yeah. But. I just. Uh, but that's the thing. Like if, if people at those grocery stores just decided, oh, I'm not going to come in. We're not going to open our grocery store. People would also go ape shit. What are we going to do? We don't have our groceries. You know what I mean? Like that just applies to any kind of job or career that you have. If someone stops doing it and it interrupts your life, they're doing it for a reason. Right. And maybe you should look into it instead of just judging them off the bat. Oh, they just don't want to come into school. They just don't want to work anymore. They don't want to teach my kids. No, that's not why we're doing it. You fucking idiot. They just want to make an actual wage. We would like to make a wage that we could live off of. And make up for some of the money that they're spending to feed your kids. Yeah. Or and I'm sorry, but it's ridiculous that supplies. teachers, I don't know if you know this, I found this out, but teachers only can claim $250 on their taxes for expenses that they made. Right. I obviously made, bought way more shit than that for my kids. Because I had to. Yeah, $250 is so arbitrary. Someone just picked that number out of the sky. I just think it's ridiculous. Like, we don't even get help with that on our taxes. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, and that's only going to get worse. Exactly. Because Trump's cutting a lot of that shit. Exactly. Like student loan interest. Mm Mm-hmm. Reductions. Probably even teacher loan forgiveness. Oh, that's, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe a Democrat will bring it back. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I would like to know. You ready to wrap this up, babe? All right. All right. If you made it all the way through, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks again, Trash Snow, for the intro. And uh, Nick Craft for the logo and shit. Um, Hit me up on Twitter at MIAZpodcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, um, all the good podcast shit. Thanks for being here again, Sam. Yeah, thanks for listening to my rampage again. I thought it was great. (laughs) 
All right, later, <sighs> fuckers. Peace.